stocks in the US fell yesterday as technology stocks led a slump following relatively strong results from Tesla and Netflix, which, however, failed to satisfy investors' sky-high expectations and hopes. Bonds in the US fell, on the other hand, as well, on signs that the US jobs market is not cooling to let the Federal Reserve pull its feet off the gas. So welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So stocks and bonds in the U.S. fell yesterday. Stocks fell, sent down by a nearly 10% plunge in Tesla and more than 8% dive in Netflix shares. Chip stocks fell as well around the world as TSM cut its annual outlook for revenue. And that's due to geopolitical tensions in one hand and weak global demand on the other hand. And the company also announced that its Arizona production plant in the U.S. will actually be delayed due to short of qualified labor that could actually build that plan. So TSM shares fell 5% at yesterday's trading session to below $100 per share in New York Stock Exchange, while Nvidia lost more than 3% as investors started wondering whether the chipmaker will actually be able to deliver that $11 billion US dollar worth of revenue estimate that it announced last quarter. So all in all, the S&P 500 retreated 0.68% and Nasdaq Nasdaq 100 lost 2.28%. Bonds, on the other hand, fell as well at yesterday's trading session as unemployment claims unexpectedly fell in the US. So that strengthened the Federal Reserve hawk's hand at yesterday's trading session on the reasoning that the US jobs market just won't loosen enough and that obviously also challenged the latest expectation for the Fed where investors and economists out there and that including the ex-Fed chair Ben Barnanke think that the Federal Reserve's next week interest rate hike will also be its last in this policy tightening cycle due to easing price pressures that we have out there at the moment. Now note that there is no expectation of another hike in September for the Fed while some 20% predict that there could could be just another interest rate hike in the US in November. The rising question right now is when will the Federal Reserve start cutting its interest rates again in January or in March? Well, it will depend on inflation and where the inflation is headed, really, because the rising geopolitical tensions between Russia and Ukraine in the Black Sea these days, where Ukraine also said lately that ships going to the Russian ports may also be military targets for them, will actually threaten the crop trade for the international markets, and futures jumped past there to 100-day moving average at yesterday's trading session and are now up by more than 20% since last week. And if that's not enough for you, well, India bans shipments of non-basmati rice to contain domestic prices in uh, India and rice futures are also upbeat right now, while American crude tested 200-day moving average level to the upside right now. And the technical indicators hint that the oil bulls could actually succeed in breaking the resistance, the 200-day moving average resistance this time as trend and momentum indicators are positive and we are not in the overbought market territory just yet. So all that means that there is room for further recovery in oil prices. And finally, the European natural gas futures gained nearly 4% at yesterday's trading session. So all these jumps in commodity prices right now will certainly show up in the next 
inflation figures in the US and elsewhere in the world as the favorable base effects will also gently fade away. So I wouldn't be too, too optimistic about the Federal Reserve turning dovish in the immediate future unless we see inflation really tank and economic fundamentals like growth and jobs markets start showing signs of weakening and that is not the case right now because even in the eurozone while well, the latest and the revised data show that the euro area avoided a winter recession and that the first quarter growth in the eurozone didn't contract as previously thought by analysts so that's partially good news but partially only because if the european central bank also needs to push the eurozone economy into recession to fight inflation in the eurozone well recession will come but it will just come a little bit later, maybe. So the US dollar index in the FX markets is a little bit better bit after hitting the lowest level since April 2022. Earlier this week, the US dollar index is now up from its recent lows, but the index is still at the lowest levels seen this year so far and the euro dollar is down below the 112 mark at the time i'm talking here on the back of a broadly stronger us dollar across the board and a lack of consensus for a european central bank in one hand the ecb member said that a second rate hike following the next ecb rate hike is not guaranteed while it was seen as guaranteed so far for weeks and on the other hand while the higher than expected core inflation data that came in just this week and the positive revision in growth figures for the eurozone leave the european central bank enough room enough space to stay on a hawkish policy path to fight inflation so as i was saying earlier this week we will likely see a range bound trading a range bound euro dollar between the 110 and 112 range into next week's european central bank monetary policy meeting gold on the other hand is upbeat on the back of these rising geopolitical tensions between Ukraine and Russia as the price of an ounce stands around the $19.70 this morning at the time I'm talking here while the dollar yen tests the 140 psychological mark and the 50-day moving average which stands just around this $140 level to the upside after inflation in Japan came in higher than last month but still softer than expected by analysts just this morning and that kept investors pricing the persistent divergence between dovish Bank of Japan and sufficiently hawkish Federal Reserve expectations. Now, one place where the central bank does are also very, very persistent other than in Japan is Turkey. The central bank of Turkey increases policy rate by 250 basis points at yesterday's monetary policy meeting versus 500 basis point hike expected by analysts. So this is Turkey's new economic team so who was supposed to normalize Turkish monetary policy remember and regain investor confidence. So this is this team's second policy meeting and it is the second time that the interest rate hikes in Turkey is well below expectations. And last time the CBT met they actually raised rates to 15% in of to 20% that was expected by analysts and inflation in Turkey on the other hand will be 
well quickly rising in the next couple of months probably because well simply the Turkish lira took a dive since May this year. Now official inflation in Turkey which fell below the 40% level in June will likely spike above 50% or 60% in the coming readings while the unofficial inflation numbers computed by Enoch for example points out a 50% change on monthly basis and not on yearly basis as official data suggests and the yearly figure from ENAG so the unofficial yearly figure is somewhere around well above 100% so if the central bank of Turkey normalizes policy at the current low speed the divergence between where the Turkish race will be and where they actually should be will keep the Turkish lira under further selling pressure and of course the softer than expected action from the central bank of Turkey's new uh, well, economic team will hardly restore investor confidence around the world and will hardly remedy uh, worries that the central bank of Turkey's decisions will remain highly highly influenced by political pressures and that the bank is not on a right path to well, gain its independence just yet. So the dollar try rallied by around 40% since May this year and risks remain comfortably tilted to the upside with the next target sitting at 28 and 30 levels. Now note that the dollar try is expected to jump by chunks as the central bank of Turkey relaxes its FX interventions from time to time to let the Turkish lira just find its market valuation or a fairer market valuation after a year and a half long heavy FX purchases. So the timing of these price moves for the Turkish lira are unknown but there is little doubt about the direction that the dollar tie will be going. Turkish stocks on the other hand should continue rising parallel to the greenback to keep their valuation steady or steadyish in terms of US dollars. So this is all for this week. I'm İpek Özkardeş and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive and interesting messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has also been helpful and insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on Twitter and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe of course to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again next week and until then good day trading and have a lovely weekend.